bookish degenerates out there and welcome to the very first episode of our collection of little black books my name is taylor Ngiano, and this is my co-host and best friend julie campa uh we decided to start a online book club podcast yeah. <laughs> we are big avid readers uh we read a lot of smut a lot of spicy porn on paper if you will <laughs> and we decided to turn um, our hobby into just something more. And we thought that maybe there would be people out there that would want to listen along with us. So our first episode is going to be a little long just to um, kind of just ex- just get in the groove of things and give a little bit about ourselves and kind of how uh, every episode will go weekly. Yeah. Uh, so a little bit about me is that I've been reading since I was a kid, um, a major bookworm, still am to this day. Um, as I got older, though, it got a little more mature. <laughs> and I'm big into dark romance, uh, fantasy, fiction, um, creatures, mythological creatures, aliens, all that <laughs> out of the crazy kind of things. Not your, like, normal, like... Let me just talk about this daily with my family. Like <laughs> and um Julie is the complete opposite. Very opposite. But I'm a mom, so I read a lot of fairy tale, love romance book romance books. Um I don't read any smut yet. Well, I did start something Taylor recommended, but um I'm more into fairy tale and love. So that's where this will be interesting because we are completely opposite. So yes. hope y'all are ready for that. Yeah, and we thought it'd be good to just like uh just showcase how different we are and we thought it'd be a good way to expand both of our tastes because yeah. definitely what she reads is not something <laughs> I normally pick up. I'm like, what is the most degenerate thing that I could possibly read? Like that's what I want to read today. Um you know, mental stability. And it's <laughs> so it's funny because the book I chose has like such a pink cover. It is. <laughs> so the way we're gonna go about this is each week we are going to be discussing a book that we pick. We'll switch yeah. off weeks. Um, this is mainly just for fun. It yeah. is our personal thoughts and opinions. We are in no way like professional yeah. book critics, anybody. nothing. Yeah, we just thought was like um, just like literally a book club. Mm-hmm. Like just for you to listen um, to maybe you're like, oh, this is interesting. Now, each episode we will say has spoilers. We are going to yeah. talk about the book. There are major spoilers. Um, at the end of the episode, we will tell you what the next book is for next week, and it'll be in the title. So if you want to skip around, or if you're like, oh, let me read along with you guys, yeah. uh, you'll know what book we're going to be doing. So the first week is Julie. Yes. What I chose is Love in the Time of Serial Killers by Alicia Thompson. I hope that's how you say her name. Yes. Um. It's supposed to be a romantic comedy. Um, you want to give your thoughts on it first since it's yes. not your pick? <laughs> no, it's not my pick. Um, I will say, though, I do love the cover art. Um, I will hold it up. Yes, I think um, that's why I chose this book. I, the cover, the cover is very aesthetically pleasing. Yes. And I do like, so there's some, like, text font in here. Uh, like, when they're texting. Mm-hmm. like, And I do like the font that she uses yes. that they use for the book. So... Um, this is not something I would ever pick up. <laughs> like, I do pick up a lot of books based on cover. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you right now, I'm never going to pick this up. Like, I'm like, this is... <laughs> too quirky? It's too pink. <laughs> That's what it is. Like, it's just, I'm like, oh, like, I do like the title. Yeah, the I title do. was what drew me into, but... Yeah, but I'm just, like, looking at it, I'm like, I don't think I would ever read it. Like, I don't think I'd be like, That's going to be in my picks. Yeah. Um so ah, here's my notes. I have notes. I am not well prepared this week. <laughs> um so I will say that this is a pure romance book. Yes. Like there it's a spice level at a 5 it's not a 1. <laughs> and I was being generous. I was going to give it a half or even me like it's a half for me. <laughs> it's a yeah, I gave it a 1. Um so it's 
it's purely okay like i would say that this is a good starter book yeah like if you've never read romance smut anything if you've like read more like biographies or like uh classical literature yeah this is definitely a good introducer to yeah like but if you're like world. <laughs> yeah you're like oh i would like to like dip my little big toe <laughs> not even into, the big toe the pinky the, toe. if i want to dip my pinky toe into the shallow end of smut and now mind you i'm all the way on the deep end like the deepest two feet in. <laughs> deepest dark ocean that i have a house down there um so this is definitely for i would say newcomers like this would yeah. be perfect because um there's a lot of romance there's a lot of like there's a lot of one-liners in here like actually i do have a lot of tabs um <laughs> but it's mainly because there is like a lot of deep thinking there's funny oh, things yeah. that she says that i i personally like the humor she's dark sense of humor the main character phoebe walsh mm-hmm. has a dark sense of humor and i love that um it has like Maybe a page altogether of like actual yeah. smut, like actual yeah. like sex scenes that are described. But it's only one chapter, two pages in one chapter. Yeah, it's like that's kind of like it. Everything else is. It's very like PG. <laughs> yeah, like I'm pretty sure like it reminds me of a Netflix show, like yes. something you would see on Netflix and want to watch it because it's like oh the the rom com. Yeah, that's this would what be it a, reminds me. Yes, of. it's a rom com movie. Yeah. Um, I think. There there are trigger warnings, which she does put oh, yeah. um, in the very, like, front. She puts her trigger warnings, and it just talks about grief, um, mm-hmm. an emotionally abusive childhood, suicidal ideal, ideation, and mm-hmm. true crime references, which that comes into play with the title. Um, yeah. She is working on her doctorate, and she talks a lot about true crime. So she there is a lot of um, references serial killer it, yeah. references. Yes. It's not, like too heavy but it's in there it, like yeah, there's yeah no detail. She, and most of the time when she's doing jokes they do reference to the true crime and like serial killer yeah like the kind of tactics yeah. they use. she does yeah. a lot of that um she's a paranoid bitch i started reading yes, this i literally put that i was in like here. oh my god she's <laughs> so paranoid like <laughs> highly paranoid i was like you need a xanax i was like phoebe is a paranoid bitch <laughs> she, really, she is she is like it's too paranoid <laughs> yeah literally like within the first couple pages she's very paranoid uh we will say it is a slow start very slow start i could not get into it for the first nine chapters of this book on chapter 10 it starts to pick up there's not yes. slow burn because there's a difference between mm-hmm. slow start and slow burn this is straight up slow straight start. up burn boring it was boring to me <laughs> it's a because it's a lot of her inner monologue yeah the main character phoebe she does have a lot of it it's a book that's really centered around her narr- narrating and her mm-hmm. narrative um it doesn't go back and forth with like how some books they switch to a different character mm-hmm. it, it is more just her it's really all her so it does take a little bit um to get into but i will say though it i really identified with a lot um not only with the main character and stuff just situations mm-hmm. um she she's a very relatable character that spoke to me on uh, quite a few levels one of the ones was she's like a big commitment phobe she's afraid of commitment and that stems from like her childhood and her dad not being like the greatest the emotional dad detachment yeah the yeah. Um, the big emotional detachment that she has and i personally related to that a lot because i used to be the biggest commitment <laughs> phobe and the thing i was emotionally unavailable and afraid of commitment and i did not know <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Yeah. I don't <laughs> so, me in my dating life, uh before I got with my now boyfriend, I did not realize how afraid of commitment I was. And then reading this and some of the thoughts that she thinks and how she just went off on this like mm-hmm. huge tangent from like the smallest little thing <laughs> that uh, they were planning uh with the, the- guy. Sam. Sam yeah. Dennings is the love interest, mm-hmm. the guy that she ends up with. And He's like the next door neighbor. So the neighbor she was stalking because she yes. thought he was a serial killer. She thought he was a serial killer. They live next, they're like across the street from each other and she thought he was a serial killer. So it is like the neighbor next door kind of trope. Yeah. But um, he helps plan the engagement for her brother. 
uh, proposal, like a proposal. Yeah. And she, a kid, one of his students, because he's a teacher, asked if he was going to marry her. And he said, yeah, someday, sure. Oh, and then she flipped She out. did. She <laughs> flipped the fuck out. She did. And I relate to that because you see her thought process, like, while it's going. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, she goes from this to one thing to the other. To the, and it just, like, railroads down. And I understand that because my pattern of thinking is the exact same way (laughs) but that part it really got me because it was like it there's i have a few tabs here and i'm gonna flip to my tabs yes go through them because i didn't put any tabs this week there's a lot of um moments where it's like quotes and one of them is oh these books promise closure and justice i said to lenore which is her cat (laughs) um scratching her under the chin but ultimately they reinforce the reality that so many lives are interrupted so many dreams unfulfilled and she the author i think really does a good job where she puts those i call them just kind of profound like statements Mm -hmm. um that really make you think and really make you you're like wow that's something that a moment that happened in my life and there's another one where she because her dad passed away and she her and her brother are basically trying to like fix up the house so they can Mm -hmm. resell it and she was like there's another part where she said i always imagined that i'd get at least one more moment when my dad would be really proud of me and i'd be able to tell he never would have said it that wasn't his style but just some moment where i knew and because she had a very distant relationship with her father Mm -hmm. um and I understand that, like yeah, my, I do too. I my, think that's where my relation was with, like, with Phoebe. Yeah, because the whole dad thing and like him like passing away, and her coming to the realization of like, this is where all my emotional damage was. Yeah, like it was. Yeah, and then for me, it's like my biological dad has not been in the picture for years, years and years. But even when he was, it was just like. Very, like, high and by, right? Yeah, yeah, he was just there. It was, like, an every other weekend I saw him. The yeah. typical, like, kind of set-up agreement. Yeah. The yeah. It's the agreement. I mean, and so, like, reading stuff like that and it just kind of, like, seeing how she correlates her relationship with her dad and how she was with re- in relationships in her life, which she mm-hmm. barely even called those relationships. Yeah. And that's where it hit for me because I was, like, when I was single, when I was dating, I was like, I never really thought that I was emotionally unavailable. I never thought I had a problem with commitment. I was like, yeah, I want to be in a really stable, committed relationship. And then I got in one and I was like, this isn't what I want. What the fuck is this? Like, what are we doing? Like, excuse me? I have to face my feelings. Like, I have to face my toxic traits. Like, because, you know, and it, for her, like, seeing her train of thoughts on that, you know, it was like, wow, like, you know, that that hit me really connecting with the main character, because I think when I've read like the tons of books that I've read, mm-hmm. I have like connected so and so and traits here and there. But like with Phoebe, like I really was like, wow, like I I understand like the like the trying to like not get close to someone, not mm-hmm. be vulnerable, like make up excuses and just completely derail over the simplest things and just like. Because, like, you relate on, like, that, like, romantic level with her. But, like, for me, it was, like, her friendship with Allison, which was her childhood best friend. Mm-hmm. And they had um, um, lost contact because something had happened. And Phoebe was like, Oh, because you. she she made a joke. <laughs> yes. And so Allison had made a big old deal about it because she was, like, worried about her. And I think in that sense, like, I'm, I related to that because I'm, like, I'm an all-or-nothing friend. Like, yeah. If you betray me, I'm not. No, we're not doing this again. You know, <laughs> we're not doing this. But that's we're very toxic. Up. We're breaking <laughs> up forever. Like, it's very, very toxic, <laughs> and I realize that about myself because I've gone through a lot of friendships that have gone through that. We realize we are the toxic ones. Yes, <laughs> not all holy, but we I are. Am. I am I'm the red partial. flag. I am the red flag. I'm like half and half. On the other side, it's green. <laughs> light green like not get too crazy <laughs> i think so yeah I, that's 
that's interesting when we were talking like kind of just like we didn't go through like a whole lot but we were kind of like getting ready it's like how we related to this main character on two different levels and like the other side characters and i think um (laughs) i really love the humor uh, there's a point. Oh, the sense of humor is just right up my alley. Like, there's not a lot. Like I said, like, but see, I'm a big like, give me the sex scenes. Yeah. Like, where, where are the penises and vaginas <laughs> and everything else going? And you don't get to that to the end of the book. <laughs> <laughs> you literally have to read this whole book before you get to it. It makes you work for it. Um, I'm like, we are on chapter three. <laughs> Why have there not been any sex scenes? I was like, where are the ropes? Where's, <laughs> it's like, where is, why am I reading a lot of foundation? But there's like so, like, there's so much sexual tension between there her is. and Sam. I love that though. That is one thing I will say. The sexual tension in mm-hmm. this book. Like, yeah, the that way was, that yeah. the author, the way that, um. She wrote it perfectly. She, yeah, she did. She did. The The sexual tension, like, I'm like, wow. Yeah, like she that's wrote it just, perfectly. That was perfect. I was like, ooh, it's getting a little <laughs> hot in here, a little spicy. But what I think one of my favorite things, and I was telling my boyfriend about it, was um, so the the humor that made me laugh because like I laugh at like dark humor mm-hmm. and weird things and things that probably most people think that like are not funny, and they're like, why are you laughing? But there's a part in here where she just her okay, brother. Okay. I don't. Hold on. Did you tap it? I did tap it, but like there's, there's I have so many. 50 million tabs. <laughs> Do you see my tabs over here? Hold on. Let me find the funny. Okay. <laughs> this is so many like I need funny. a visual. I need to... so many funny. Oh, okay. Page 64. I need to see what you're, what it is that you're okay, laughing about. So it's when you're near the bottom. So her brother and his girlfriend, Shawnee, I I believe that's how you yeah, say her I name, Connor and Shawnee, if I'm pronouncing that wrong, I'm sorry. Um, they're talking about, like, wanting to move in with her because he's like, you're getting too paranoid, mm-hmm. like, thinking you're, because this isn't the first when she literally thinks that Sam is yeah. the serial killer living next door. And she was, like, popping up everywhere where he was. And not, like, like stalking him. Yeah, like, she was really? stalking like, him out the blinds, and I'm like, do you not see the irony <laughs> in this? Like, you're stalking this man. He doesn't, he's just going about his business, trying to live his life. He's just trying to be a music teacher. And you're stalking him. But, so, to prove that, like, she's fine and doesn't need, like, babysitters, basically, she's like, we're just gonna go over to his house. Not knowing he's, like... Having a whole party over there. She knew... <laughs> yeah. He's having a party. And not only that, but it's a co-worker retirement party for Barbara. <laughs> Poor Barbara. But, so, they go over and she brings Kit Kats. And I don't know why that was the first choice to bring Kit Kats. Maybe. It's a welcoming gift, but I was like, I guess. A cake would have been better? I mean. I like Kit Kats, so I mean, I would have taken it. Or like, just, I don't know, like a beer like bottle of wine just one beer not even a whole pack you just only get one, one beer you're a serial just killer. one beer because i drank the other I five need it for your dna <laughs> i drank the other five you only get one <laughs> so she brings kit kats mind you she just shows up and he sam just lets her in like first of all sam is super nice He's because too. i i would answer the door and be like what like, yes like, like what are you doing I would step here? outside like what do you want but she made it seem to her brother like she was already invited yeah <laughs> That's the other part. I'm like, so also, in no scenario in real world would that make sense. Like, no one is just going to let you in. Yeah. Without you being invited, first of all. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, there are some people that are just like, oh, come on. And Sam is one of those people. I don't know those people. I'm not friends with those. No. Okay. Well. I'm not one of those people, but I know Yeah, I know you're not one of those people. People... I know I need to know you're coming over because I'm like what if my house isn't clean what if I'm not wearing pants like I don't wear pants at home exactly I will watch you through the peephole exactly like I don't think I can even reach my peephole (laughs) (laughs) I think it's too high (laughs) wait I don't think we even have a step stool I don't think we even have a peephole we just have like a window like there's just yeah it's just like a little diamond window that you can I didn't even realize yeah so we put um I put my um killing it uh, Jason mask. <laughs> to scare the people decor. away? Well, I put it there because there's a little hook where I was like, oh, let me hang like a little door hanger thing outside and it was Halloween theme. Could you imagine like someone like peeping through that little and window? That would be, ugh. The amount of times it never crossed my mind and then 
my boyfriend moved in and he was like, yeah, it makes That's me uncomfortable. Like, <laughs> and I was like, I've been here two years and I just Nothing's never ever happened. I never even thought about it. I'm like, Whole well. Time someone's looking through your window. I had no idea. Well, it's not like I spent much time in the living room. Usually in the bedroom. So mm, Yeah. But I'm like, what are they going to That's Anyways, I would be a good um, victim. But <laughs> so she. <laughs> um, I would be the complete opposite. <laughs> yeah. So she. They invited and she's talking to him because she's giving him the Kit Kats yeah. or whatever. And, you know, she talks about this. Because he's ripping open a Kit Kat. Like, he's just oh, quiet this whole yes. time. He rips open a Kit Kat with his teeth. And she was like, you know, you shouldn't do that. It's really bad for your dental health. And she was like, I could tell you this really, like, bad story about some girl in her class. I think she lost a tooth or whatever. And that that was a conversation. Just, like, an awkward like turtle small talk yeah, yeah that's just like super awkward like first of all what are you doing in my house you told me about and, my dental health <laughs> you told like, about teeth and so she gets back to her brother and his girlfriend um like on the other side of the room and like the girlfriend's like oh what were you guys talking about you know i saw you guys talking and she was like teeth <laughs> and like you know that's how she says it and literally like she talks about shawnee's expression is just like <laughs> no, like, the, like, why is you that know something you talk about? With the, the little girl in the car seat in her face. <laughs> that's yeah, yeah. That's the expression. It's just like, <laughs> like, what? like you're a lost cause. And I think that's that was my favorite one actually, yeah. the teeth one. There's a lot, and there's a lot there like that. Lot. It's just where she's just an awkward person because she's very much uh focused on like her doctorate Mm -hmm. and even like in school and uh college and stuff she doesn't even have like friends no yeah she she calls them colleagues but she she doesn't really yeah she doesn't work with them much past like if they had to work on something together like the paper or like a paper they had to write my god she's a lonely (laughs) she is lonely (laughs) i realized that whenever we got to like the middle the middle of the book and um she's like trying to figure out like oh no it was the end of the book when she was about to do her the her thing with um the finishing of her like oh her dissertation yeah Yeah, she she was like i want to invite my friends i hopefully all my colleagues are there and i'm just like and even her (laughs) professor is like you don't have any friends yeah like her professor who she like Checks in with every week. Every week, and who is basically, like, she basically describes her. her, Yeah, as, like, like... a no-nonsense kind of woman. Like, she's pretty serious and to the point. But even her professor was like, my mom flew in from Sweden for mine. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, you don't have, like, anyone. Like, I know your dad's dead, but, like, (laughs) But she took it serious, because I remember Dr. Nilsson, is her name? Yes. Was like, um, don't let anything get you sidetracked. She took that serious. She took it. She was a literal person. She's a literal person she took it to the t and the doctor was even like i didn't I, mean it though. that far <laughs> like i mean yeah you keep your options open but like what do you mean you don't have so then she like she invites her brother and his girlfriend and sam um, but yeah. it's just like the, oh and her best friend allison which they did reconnect re-kindle. oh i loved how they reconnected i did yeah like over. she got over her awkwardness and her mm-hmm. like like her, I guess her stubbornness. I would say her stubbornness. So that's her how I am. Her pride. Yeah. And was like, you know what? Let me let me reach back out to her and ask yeah. her about this cat. That's how they initially rekindled. I think it was about. Well, the, because she had to go to the, the library, cat. and her Allison, her best friend, was yeah. a librarian there, so yeah. she was like, didn't have any way to avoid her. <laughs> yeah, and but she did avoid her. She did. <laughs> she did quite well, actually. <laughs> but like, she couldn't. And but I was amazed how she avoided her because I was like. If that was me, just I, talk to her. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. But then I'm I'm like that way. I wouldn't too. be that way either. I'd probably just not even go to the library. Yeah, I'm like, well, I'm just gonna <laughs> download this book on my phone. Yeah, I'm gonna order it. Like, what are you talking about? I don't need to go to the library. I don't even what. <laughs> but I I really do like how they rekindled it because it's like we have hope for other lost friendships in real life. <laughs> not really, but <laughs> I was about to say, do you? Because I don't. I don't. But it's like, nice to ha- have someone else. It is, yeah, it is nice to, to see. To read about it. Yeah, to read about to it. To feel the feel. <laughs> I mean, because I'm not going to do it, but. Yeah. All right, it is it's really nice to see that. And the reason, and it says suicide ideation, the reason mm. is for that is because she made, when her parents got divorced, she went with her mom, and her brother yeah. stayed with her dad. And she went with her mom because her dad never really 
connected with her because mm-hmm. she had a fascination with serial killers and true crime like since she was younger and he yeah. didn't really understand that and so that's why she lived with her mom and it was before they could drive and so they lost touch but she had been going through a lot and she just said she was going to end her life yeah swallow a bottle pill i said. think so yeah and it was all online like aol emailing I think yeah and it, it even now it's like with texting like you can't even like yeah. you can't tell like you, you gotta send an emoji you gotta send the... an emoji or a gif yeah. or something like anything and so that was before then and so in the book later when they do you know hash everything out and phoebe apologizes allison said like i couldn't live with myself if i didn't do anything yeah like even if it wasn't real and she was like i knew that you and your dad weren't close so she called she told her mom to call her mom Mm -hmm. and that's how it happened and that's when phoebe kind of like cut her off but i understand why phoebe cut her off because like the reaction her dad had because her dad kind of just flipped out on her. He did. And there's a part in here. Um, I don't remember the really exact care part. About her it was doing over, it. It was over marshmallows. Yeah. But like, oh, in the in here it says he didn't care that it was she was that gonna she commit. Was gonna do it. Yeah. She was just it was like you were gonna do it on my time. Yeah, you weren't gonna do it here at my house. If yeah, like if it, you wanted to go off yourself, you need to go do it at your mom's house. Yeah. Like, and that was like <laughs> I'm like, that's heartless. My face dropped when I read that. Yes. I was like I was just like why would you ever yeah think that like that's just not okay like no one should do that and then but there was a part there's also more parts in here i was i tabbed them under the sad memories (laughs) from her childhood um where they were camping and Mm. they her brother wanted marshmallows and so he was just eating all the marshmallows and then I guess her dad reached in to grab one, and there were no there more. anymore. Yeah, and he flipped out and left them. He left his oh, he wife. Left them at the campsite. Yes, he left his wife Connor and Phoebe at the campsite for over a day, like like why? Would because you do the that? marshmallows were gone. Because he not because he ate them all. Because he just didn't leave him one. And I'm like, why? I think what that he, man was mentally unstable. He needed therapy. Yeah, for real. A lot of therapy. Deep therapy. But he left them there, and that's something that imprinted. Yeah. In her head. And that I, made me cry. I was just like... That actually made me cry. <laughs> like, over a marshmallow. <laughs> like, sir, you could have just grabbed one before he ate them all. Or, I don't know, just maybe gave him a set amount. Yeah, so let him have the whole bag, and then you know he's going to eat them all. But, I mean... He's a kid. His, their dad was very, like... I don't know. I don't want to compare him to my dad. <laughs> but I think that's why I related so much. Cause, like, like, I don't want to care this... Compare this fictional dead dad to my actual dead dad. Yes, but, like, but it's I'm doing it. Like, <laughs> and I think that's why it made me cry because like I went through like a lot of like outbursts from my dad when like things didn't go his way or like there's something he didn't like or something we did that he didn't like and I'm and I'm like damn that made me emotional and like I cried in so many moments when I read this book and I didn't think it would make me cry. But I was bawling, like, ugly face crying. I didn't cry, but I was really facing, like, a lot of, like, my own... Freaking demon. Yes. I was like, excuse me? Excuse me, Alicia like, Thompson. what would I do in this situation? Like, ma'am, you did not have to call me out like that. I was just like, I think what got me, um... I get the whole growing up with divorced parents. Uh, and like we we didn't live like it was just me at the time um just me <laughs> i spit on myself <laughs> drooling over here it's really a lot <laughs> was that spicy for you <laughs> the one page <laughs> um i have younger brothers but um and they're like, I'm like ten years apart from them. <laughs> um, but for my parents, it's just me. And when they split, so I get the whole, you have divorced parents. You're going. Uh, my mom. I lived with my mom, and then I would go see my dad on the weekends. And so, like, going the back and forth. And um, my dad didn't. My biological dad was not like a yeller or anything, mm-hmm. but he was very passive. He was very like just disassociated i guess yeah he didn't take an active role in parenting like 
he couldn't at one point in time after a certain point in time when i stopped going over there he couldn't remember my birthday like a simple thing like that and i think i understand where she talks about how her and her dad went close because he just didn't see her interests and you know didn't want to get to know his own daughter and so i related a lot to that because i that's how i felt like growing up and you know just like my own biological dad didn't want to know me yeah and so and my mom always tried to keep like um always tried to tell me like you you know just to try and have a relationship with him but i think after i got a certain age it was about like my early 20s or so i was just like i don't need to have a relationship with him if you can't remember my birthday like it's it's kind of a waste of time yeah like what am i doing like that's there's no point to that and i think that really hit me for the that part is that you know she just had the dad who didn't care yeah and it like it sucked that she had to go since she was older she had to go and like clean up his house and like go through all this stuff and it made her look back and like remember like why she hated it there so much Mm -hmm. and all the memories like that came flooding back and i'm like and it's I, still sad because even after he passed, she just wanted to she know. She had so he much was, healing to do. Yeah, if she just she and she just wanted to know, like, was he even proud of me? Yeah, like just once. And it's just like, <laughs> um, <clears throat> but yeah, just this book made me. I'm like, I need my insurance to come in because I need to go to therapy. Um, <laughs> I don't need to go to therapy, but after this, I need to. Yeah, like if you're definitely like have not faced some of your demons, I'm gonna tell you this book's gonna make you. This face gonna them. yeah, if you and there's a lot big daddy issues. This this is gonna open up those wounds for sure. Daddy issues club because I have both mommy and daddy issues. Same. <laughs> and this really like for the whole dad part of it, like it hit me and it it wounded me. Yeah, and I'm like it really did. I'm like also I want to know, ma'am, do you the author like do you have? issues because i think the you way were, she wrote in yeah it? and if yes. you don't like you, you really are, get yeah. into a character's headspace because that's also kudos to that because that's talent it makes me want to like see what her if all her books are like this mm-hmm. or if it's just this one book yeah you know and it's like i should have known the kind of book this was because like on the back it says like when someone's review a criminally addictive romance funny sharp and thoughtful so I should have known, like, this had Thoughtful nothing. Thoughtful should have been, like, bold. Yeah. <laughs> like, because, I mean, it. I felt like it was funny. Like, mm-hmm. the sense of humor. You have to have a certain sense of humor, you like do. you said. Yeah. But. You have to have a dark sense of humor. Yeah. Because if, it, you know, if you don't, you're going to read it and you're be gonna like. You're going to be like, why would you even. This you're is gonna very, be like. <laughs> like, why. You're going to put you it down even? after page 10. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't have a sense of humor, like dark sense of humor you're probably gonna be like are you okay yeah like, like no i'm not okay <laughs> let me yeah. answer this question um i do have other notes on here though oh it is a standalone book yes so it's not like a sequel or anything yeah. which i wish it was because i want to know what happens with Phoebe and sam but can we talk about how like sam kind of stalked her too like we talked about like phoebe stalking they're both stalking each other but he was literally like looking her up when Ooh, but he looked her up one time one time but he, he knew popped her up. he knew her dad he knew her he basically knew her before she even came yeah but that was because of her dad because so he would he would go mow her dad's like yard when yeah. he mowed his like you know a cute little like neighborly leave it to beaver kind of thing like yeah. now it'd be really like i'd be like why are you mowing my lawn because i'm not gonna pay you yeah like my dad's not here anymore but so. i think it was didn't his her dad talk a little bit about her yeah whenever he Very would go minimal. check the mail mm-hmm. he would see like i think um little inserts and stuff like and it reminded him of her like papers that she yeah, had papers published a little yeah. bit yeah and so then sam went and looked her up on google and like saw stuff that she wrote and like kind of like i guess educated himself about her mm-hmm. and then he saw her when she was moving in and after that like he was like loki stalking her because you he was you, you said it whenever she professed her love for him she, he was like oh well i've been feeling this way about you and so went into detail and then that's when all the the scenes happened with the- but i feel <laughs> like that would be like comparative to like dating now well yeah you're gonna look you and if you're not 
you need you to. should be um when you go on a date with someone like online dating and like, stuff you, you look at the person like really <laughs> i know when i was like online dating and stuff like i would look up the person i would send my like you guys my friends mm-hmm. a picture like my location's on like you know where i'm going because like literally you could get sex trafficked in the middle of the day at the yeah, walmart really. in the grocery store because so, you like, were with someone on a date and they yeah. were taking to walmart like i don't know if i go to walmart actually i need to cancel yeah like i've already done my grocery unless you're gonna date. buy me more groceries or squishmallows oh yes um but <laughs> but then that's how they lure you in then you really get trafficked i really would actually that would be so bad it's like oh my god <laughs> Oh my god, you would. Yeah, I really would. It's that easy. I'm non-observant. Me too. But then when it comes to certain things, like social media, I am very, like... You're an I'm FBI agent. Like, I'm you're CIA level. But yeah, so, like, that's the equivalent of you, like, looking... Yeah. Your perspective, like, date up, you know? Yeah. Um, But it's weird, because he had no intention of dating her. So like, she had no intention of dating him. She thought he was well, literally she, son of Sam. Her motive was different. I feel like than his motive. I don't know what his motive was because he never know. said it. I know they never. It was said more it. romantic on his end. Yeah, and I think. Well, I mean, I guess it's kind of like okay. So I do understand her paranoia at first because the way they meet. Yeah, he came out of the darkness. That's why I said he was stalking her. Out of the darkness. He, he did. literally he lives did. across the street. But she didn't he know that. He lives across we, the street. We didn't know that <laughs> Oh, either. yeah, we didn't know that. Well, like, he lives across the man. street. It doesn't matter. And she had literal names of, like, his killer names. Like, oh, she did. what was it called? The Midnight Mover. <laughs> <laughs> the Midnight Mover. That's literally what Because, so she, she gets did. to her dad's house in, like, the middle of the night, like, 2 a.m., yeah, right? Yeah, trying to move a desk, and like... she brought a desk along. Like, and I'm assuming that this is, like, a huge, like... The way she described it. It's, like, a ginormous desk. And I'm, like, first of all, like, you just could have left that. Like, but I get... She needed it. It was, like, her thing. Her work desk. Yeah. And so she's trying to get it off, but she didn't want to call her brother because it's the middle of the night. And then all of a sudden, Sam pops up, mind you, shirtless. And she could have just took his help. But yeah, and so... Her paranoia wouldn't let her. Yeah, and then he ends up moving it for her. But, like, okay, so I would say I would be paranoid, That was too. weird. If I me. just see a random man, just, like, pop, not even man, just a random stranger. Yeah. Woman, woman, whatever. Like, I'd be like, a child. What? Like, yeah, like, care. what do you mean you want to help me take this desk off? Like, where did Inside you even come from? House? Like, where did I you know. even come from? Like, I don't even know you. Like, so that that's understandable. Yeah, I, yeah. But I'm saying he... They were both stalking each other. They were. That's why they ended up together. And but I love that for them. He was just more laid back. <laughs> yeah, extremely <laughs> laid back. Um, I will say one of the biggest things that irked me in this book <laughs> is how the main character sees herself. Oh yes. How she? So okay, the auth like when she says that she's fat. That bothers me because yes. I guarantee you it's she's just curvy. Like she has curves. Like she's a natural woman. Like, you know, like that's a natural body type. Yeah, and I think in one point she says that she's a sixteen when she's looking for her blazer. Yeah, like a size four to sixteen yeah. or something. Yeah. And I'm like And so that's one of the things I did not like. And I don't not this specific author, but when any author yeah. does it. When any author just describes the like has the inner monologue of how like the the main characters just yeah the main characters describing their body mm-hmm. type when they call themselves fat and we yeah. all know every book person knows that they're not fat they probably just have hips like they're yeah. curvy like whether it's a full hourglass or not or like a little fluffier hourglass whatever it is I don't like when any author does that yeah when they like say that they're fat like she does make it's not a lot it's just one it's a couple of references it's a couple of references where phoebe like says that about herself herself but i don't like when any author does that like it irks me like it does irk me like it does not matter like when they say or like it's very rare when i see it but when they say they're like too skinny or something yeah i'm just like stop but they're more like I'll see, I feel like a lot of books are more focused on, like, the heavier side. Yeah, like, they are. The, you know, like you said, the person, um, the main character, like, describing themselves. And it's, like, I guess, like, what I didn't like also is that, like, in the book, Phoebe describes herself a certain way. Then you look at the cover, and it's, like, she has blue, black hair, 
blue eyes. Well, I don't think that's supposed to be her, is it? I would assume. Or maybe it's just, like, cover art. I, but I, that's, like, I wish the cover art, because that's, you know, paying attention to that detail, like, mm-hmm. you don't want that, this would be that character. She has a whole crime book, a whole, <laughs> oh, it's her. It's this bitch Phoebe. It's supposed to be Phoebe, okay? <laughs> and she has the blue hair, and you can't see it, but blue, and blue eyes. But in the book, she has, like, reddish brown hair and brown eyes. Okay, but I like brown eye representation. There's not a lot of it. Yeah, but her eyes are blue. Okay, but we don't know if that's her. I would assume it's her. Why wouldn't it be her? Most people don't put the main character on the front of the cover. I would. Because, I mean, it's... This could just be a random, like, magazine cover. How do we know? Maybe it's the author. I don't know. I haven't looked at the author. Let's see what the author... Let's see what Alicia Thompson looks like. It's in the back. Is it? Yeah. What? It's very... It's black and white. She likes Paramore. I like her already. I love that. So, let's read a little bit about Alicia Oh, she appeared in an episode of 48 Hours. Wow. So, that made me also think when I read this, that what if this story is kind of about her? Did she? It's her life. What if it's like her life? I was about to say, did she murder someone? No! (laughs) She got away with it, guys. Um, Oh. Where she oh, it was a local book. murder trial, so maybe yeah, maybe that's where her obsession and came. And then in this book, there was um, a local murder that she was reading, the Sunrise uh, Slayer. Sun, Slayer or Sun, Sunset or like Slayer. That. I think it was Sunrise. It's Sunrise or Sunset Slayer. Yeah. Um. Oh. But that makes me. Think. Was that local? Was that the local yes. thing she was? Was that Cause she? Because what if it is? Because she drove in the book. Phoebe drove an hour away from her house to go look at the. I love person. true crime, but I'm not driving an hour away to go look at a serial killer. She, I, I'm too scared. I wouldn't, but it would be interesting to pass by. I would, I, I would do something like that. I wouldn't go do all the snooping that Phoebe was doing in this book. She did. She walks up to the house. She walks. She'll look the into house. the house. I'm not doing she that. She was trying to go into the house. She looked at all the old stuff that was in there. I wouldn't do that. Because, she was just like, I'm gonna let myself in. Yeah, because <laughs> it was abandoned, and that. What if there was a squatter there? I don't know if y'all know what squatters are. But <laughs> <laughs> what if there was a squatter there yes. that was your first thought yes because they could be crazy well, like those are little details that she it could have happened in this book because some crazy shit happened in this book yeah but why would your first thought when you're walking up to a serial killer's house is what if there's a because it was abandoned there? but does it look abandoned from far away? Because I would think it, if it doesn't look abandoned from far away, let's look at how she still, described it. What if she, someone it still lives there? Like, why would I just walk up to someone's house and, like, look in their window? Well, like, what if they're cooking? I think she, it says in the book that it was abandoned. What if they're shaving? I don't. Then she would have been. <laughs> oh, she would have been watching them shave. Like. <laughs> Ew. I mean, then I would be like, why don't you have curtains over your bathroom windows? But then I'd be like, why am I looking in your like, bathroom? Like, why am I coming here to begin with? Am I the psycho? Am I the problem? <laughs> so I would say I am a big fan of true crime and horror, serial killers, everything. <laughs> um, For me, it's interesting how their brains work. Just how yeah. But I'm not like, yeah, let me take a little field trip to go look at their, I don't want to look at their house. Maybe it was on her bucket list. I think it was on her bucket list before she left. Because she was going back to North Carolina. Was it North Carolina? Yeah, yeah, it was North Carolina. It wouldn't be personally on my bucket list. Personally, it's not on mine. Like, but I don't think I even want to pass by it. I, I'd rather just not know if I'm passing by. My mind works like that. A serial killer's I house. I would definitely like to know. I don't. Because. I like, like to live in bliss like sometimes. My neighbor could be, like, that way. But I like to but you live know, in I'm bliss. nosy. Yeah, you are nosy. I'm the nosy one. I'm Phoebe in the She's nosy. She's a nosy bitch. She's a paranoid nosy bitch. Yes. And apparently a sex fiend because she does, which. Two pages of it was not enough. No, it was not. You did not give me enough because the way that the character is like, she just wanted to jump Sam's bones like all the time. <laughs> like how? And I'm like, like, I got a page of that. Like, why couldn't I have a little more? The fact that he, she said, I want to jump Sam's bones is Concern for me. Yeah, she does. Anyway, <laughs> and I knew why it wasn't skeletal gonna... <laughs> remains. And I knew I and wasn't gonna get a lot of it. After <laughs> I heard, I read, I want to jump Sam's bones. Oh, what are you eighty? I don't know if I've ever. Said, I think I've said that actually. Uh. <laughs> I think it was 
Well, I said it while I was laughing, so it was like a joke. Okay, yeah. But like I also meant it, so. It was not a joke. <laughs> yeah, that's like something. She was for real. That's something I would say. So I can't get mad at her for that. But yeah. I was expecting more. I'm really dorky too, so. I was expecting I more spice in there. If you if you well, have a main character that's like a high sex drive, like give me all of it. Just actually, put it all out there. Put the labias on the floor. There's two moments where it was detailed. Yeah, those are the two spicy moments. Yeah, the only two moments. <laughs> the only two moments you get. I don't know. Oh, look, and then right here, I'm on it. <laughs> on page 246. Well, no. That's not it. This is when she... Because I literally have it right here. I have my tabs. They're like bright red for the spicy moments. Mm, no, it wasn't that spicy. Let me just... Not spicy at all. 264. 264? Yeah. Let's go. Give y'all a little bit of this spice. <laughs> yeah. Or he's like, I like it when you say my name. He said, and I said it again and again until he added another finger, and he sh- his strokes became faster, <laughs> deeper, and I stopped saying anything at all. And, like, it goes on. Like, I'm not going to. Yeah, let's not read that whole thing. But that is gonna... very mediocre <laughs> when it comes to. Yeah, like, when you're going down, like, those are spicy. Yeah. Um, I would be interested to see if any of her other books have, like, a little bit more, right? More spice, or if she's very, like, a thoughtful, like, mm-hmm. makes you think kind of author, which I don't mind at all. I, yeah, because I'm, I'm a visual person, so. I'm I mean, a straight visual person, but see, I'm also used to reading, like, pure sex scenes. That it's, like, telling you everything that's happening. Like, the whole book, yeah. the first page is, like, you meet the characters, and then chapter two, <laughs> it's, like, we are going balls to the wall. Yeah. Like, sex every other page. Yeah. Maybe, it, like, some break time. But, see, I like if you think of a porno in book form, that's used to that's what I'm used to mm-hmm. reading. So, this, this was is what like, I'm used to. This book is what I'm used to. You're like, I'm used to PG 13. I mean, before I read this one, I read a Colleen Hoover book, which is like I've the same never, level. I've never read any of her books. I only read it because I like the cover, it was purple, and mm. purple's my favorite color. And, color. and I was like, okay, this might be interesting. <laughs> I'm like, this might be interesting, but that was on the same level as this one. But I would yeah. say this one's better, because that one's like, yeah. Mm, let's not get into that one. So, um, do we have any final thoughts? I don't know. No, but I, I would love to read more of her books. Like, yeah. She is now marked, I think, from just this one book, even though it had a slow start, mm-hmm. as one of, like, my to be read like author like pile yeah and yeah. I and I have a big pile I think I like it because the insightfulness and the mm-hmm. humor yeah um I do so I would be curious to know if her other books have that same kind of thoughtfulness mm-hmm. uh the humor if it like she's like a changes the humor but it's still kind of like witty and yeah. quirky and you know. There was a couple times where I did actually laugh out loud. I Me LOL'd yeah. in real life. In real life. <laughs> Just, <laughs> where I actually was like, what the fuck is wrong with her? Yeah. Like, like, after chapter 10, I couldn't put it down. Yeah, I will say, so if you are do read this, um, cha- the first push nine chapters. The first nine it. chapters are a lot of foundation. You're going to have to push through. But after chapter 10, it really picks up. Yeah. And I would say, I gave it, a, like, out of five stars. Five little squares, because I did make squares. Um, I gave it a three. For me, in the books I read, I would give it a four. I gave it a three because mainly because like, of the types of books I mm-hmm. read are different. But yeah. I, I like I said, I, I am a sucker for humor, mm-hmm. so I did like that, and I did really like how she, she does say of uh, the way that the author words things are the just emotional, so like, good. Yeah, yeah. She's really she really gets you with like the mental stuff like yeah. she really does and so that's why i gave it a three mm-hmm. i give it four just because like this oh. is up my alley so if you guys would like to read love in the time of serial killers by alicia mm-hmm. thompson and you're a newbie this would be a really good book yes. where you're a newbie but if you're a degenerate like me this may not be up your alley. This may be really boring. This yeah, may this may not. Play. Yeah, this <laughs> may be like I need a break from the yeah all the like demons yeah. and I need to 
Work on my mental demons. I need to. I need something pure, but that's gonna make me cry every chapter. Okay, well, I didn't cry every chapter, but oh, I did. No, I did. (laughs) I'm not gonna lie, I did. You did. Okay. Maybe I'm just emotional this week. Probably. Maybe. Yeah. But yeah. So that was um our first book, and uh, if you would like to join us next Thursday, we will be reading Neon Gods by Katie Roberts. And this is a, this is my pick. This is a modern, super modern retelling of Hades and Persephone. I'm so excited to read it. I'm a big fan of Greek mythology. Me too. Very I much so. I've so actually excited. already read this, but I'm going to reread it because, you know, I got to do notes. Um, she, this author has three more books in the series. They're all standalone books. Um, so you don't have to read them in any sort of order. Um... I love Hades and Persephone retellings in general. Yeah. Like, that's my favorite. Um, and then that's probably the basic bitch answer <laughs> for book talk. <laughs> Spicy book people, book clubs. Like, that's a basic bitch answer, and I know that, and I stand by it. Um, but we do plan to read the other books in the series. Mm-hmm. She does have the final one coming out in February. Um we're going to, since they're standalones, we don't have to, we're not going to read yeah. them, like, back to back. We are going to switch it up, but next week we are doing Neon Gods. Yes, I'm so excited. And I think you're going to love this because this is, like, spice. Like, this is from just, it just, once it starts, it goes into it. Yeah. And I love this book. So this is definitely a book that, like, you know, if you're by yourself, <laughs> I'm just going to say open up that dresser door because there's some scenes in here. I'm just like, so no floaties <laughs> i'm definitely gonna tab this one though yeah this one is a tabber um yeah okay yeah. so this is the book we will be doing next week if you'd like to join us um i guess also just thank you for listening to yes. us and uh we hope to see you guys next week bye, bye.